Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of A Case for the FBI, Cross-Examining Reality. I'm Cassie. And I'm Kristen. And today we're starting off with the best news we've ever announced. The one, the only, the iconic Britney Spears is pregnant. Yes! Uh, Honestly, I really am so excited for her. I am so excited for her. And it seems like in the span of just a few months, like her entire life has turned around. As we all know, she is now free from the conservatorship. Um, I also wanted to ask you, have you heard anything about her being married to her boyfriend, Sam? So the article that I was reading about it, it was talking about how it's her fiance, but she said in the post or video or whatever she made on Instagram that she did refer to him as her husband. So I'm like, okay, did they, because they were on a trip to Mexico I don't know they were on some kind of like tropical trip or whatever yeah now now that she was pregnant and I'm like did y'all like secretly get married and like we just don't know yet and that's why you're calling them your husband or yeah yeah well I know that like under the conservatorship she was forbidden uh, to like to marry him mm-hmm. um so I can understand that he seems like a like really genuine legit guy like really cares for her and they seem to be like a really good match so if things really are working out for them that is awesome I mean she deserves all of the happiness in the world um I do wonder like what is her relationship with um Kevin Federline still because I know that like those kids are like teenagers I want to say like early teenagers yeah I feel like it's probably pretty non-existent is what I'm assuming yeah I know that she like she's posted pictures one of them is really into like drawing anime art so I remember one time when I was looking at her profile she like shared one whichever one it is like shared his artwork and I was like oh that's fun um course one of her kids is that just it just tracks it just makes sense right um so yeah I I mean I'm just so happy for her I I can't think of like anyone who would have a reason not to you know root for her at least I mean you don't have to love Britney Spears um but just to root for her especially like she lost out on like the prime of her life because she was just so controlled and abused basically well and one of the things that she was forced to do was to keep that IUD in so it's Mm -hmm. actually kind of crazy in my opinion that she was able to get pregnant so quickly not even just because of the IUD but this bitch was like being forced to take lithium like yeah I'm surprised that that didn't mess with her reproductive system at all because I mean it's only been a few months since the conservatorship ended so like Mm -hmm. she got that thing out and she got pregnant real quick yeah yeah so all the congrats in the world to Brittany of course um I'm sure we'll talk about it more as her pregnancy progresses and of course now it's so exciting that she not only is she 
allowed to get pregnant i should say but we know that she's gonna be posting all about it all the time on her exactly i was gonna say we know this is about to be the most publicized pregnancy of all time yeah which we will be seeing sonograms every freaking doctor's trip like honestly we might get to go to the doctor on a live instagram yeah and everyone can meet the doctor personally exactly um which i mean if that's what she wants to do then go for it girl i hope she does i hope she does um, so speaking of someone who posts a lot on social media, I'm going to make this brief because I'm sure only five people listening will care. Um, but our good friend Trish, Trish like the fish, um, she did a little gender reveal over the weekend with Moses and they're having a little girl together. Yes. which is exciting I'm lie. I am one of the five people that cares like okay. I love Trish like this girl I just love that she's always been open and honest about her shenanigans like yeah you know she has not lied about STDs or like what she's had inside of her hoo-ha and like who <laughs> she's had inside of her hoo-ha like I don't know I love that she's just like so open and honest and you know like with her mental health issues like she's been very transparent with those things um so it seems like she's doing really well and that her and Moses are really happy and I think that she had gone through like a lot of infertility issues so thought she wasn't going to be able to ever have kids so she's another person that I'm I'm happy for her yeah in the same situation too like you mentioned it does seem that Moses is like a really good genuine guy for her and like lets her do her thing um similar to Sam and it was cute with their little gender reveal like of course she and Moses both were wearing like pink and blue and their yeah, whole like little party um and they use just the little powder explosion out of the stick that a lot of people do with the you know colored powder look Which- I'm not gonna lie I love a gender reveal. I was literally just going to ask, like, what are your thoughts on it? Because I would imagine that you, you would go either way. Yeah, I love them. I mean, I know that people think they're overdone and they're annoying and like, whatever. I mean, I think some of them are like, I'm tired of seeing people bite into cake pops. Like, let's be real. (laughs) Um, But the other day I saw one on TikTok where like the sister was in charge of like planning the gender reveal. So the mom and the dad had no idea how she was going to do it or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they're just standing here waiting for someone to do the gender reveal. And she comes out in a full like baby boy sumo wrestler costume and her friend is behind her in a baby girl sumo wrestler costume and they start fighting and the baby girl wins the fight and that's how they find out that they're having a girl like I love that like that is so fun like that's such a fun story to me yeah and it's just so exciting I think too like everyone is always so excited I mean they should be anyways of course I'm sure there are people out there like moms who are like oh I wanted a girl or whatever um, I do think that like if you have both like an over-the-top gender reveal and an over-the-top baby shower, I'm like that's yeah, like a bit much. Um, but I do agree that it, like if it's done right and it's fun and it's like you know exciting for everybody, then why not? I know, I really I love them. I think they're great. I mean, there are some that are you know, I won't go into specifics because there may be some. Some people out there who know someone who has done some of these gender reveals that are um, less than desirable, but um, I think it really can go either way. Like either your gender reveal is really good or it's really awful and you shouldn't have done it. Right. Right. Like the whole, 
like a bows bow or bow tie theme oh. or like cowboy boots or it, tiara yeah glitter or camo like can you show exactly. me? Oh my god um so this is not a gender reveal um this is rather something that i want to talk about now is a new reveal to us of pictures of our queen queen riri on the cover of vogue oh check gosh. it out she I mean, stunning she she is looking very vogue on the cover of vogue so she just posted That's these pictures it looks like she's wearing a down comforter i want that oh, she is is that the kim kardashian uh robe we've been eyeing for about 17 years on <laughs> skims yeah she's wearing skims um, on the ooh, cover of this is fun in the bathtub <gasps> with all the diamonds i love that yeah do you think that's foreshadowing with the blue water Ooh, i like what you're thinking i I mean even though water is blue by nature but But that's like blue blue yeah they could have certainly edited it to have a pink tinge to it or maybe give her pink diamonds like and look she's wearing this like ball gown with her oh my oh wow yeah she looks like she's about to go to the met gala um so all of these pictures i mean they're fabulous like i love all of these and it's just like such a riri way of doing it i guess this is the cover her in this like red onesie um but she like the way that she since announcing her pregnancy like the how public she's been about it has kind of surprised me yeah me too um but I guess like she kind of did allude to or disclose that really the only reason she was being a little bit private about it was because she has past experiences with miscarriages yeah so but I feel like that's a really good message that she's putting out there that like you know, moms that have that issue, like you are allowed to be happy once it happens for you. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think it's cute. I think it's sweet. That's a really good point. I also, now that I'm like looking on our page at her most recent pictures, I'm seeing a lack of ASAP Rocky content. So I don't know if she's just completely like flying the motherhood ship and he's fallen off or if he's just right in the back. I don't know. Um, but, but did they ever really post a lot of pictures together? Like, I don't think so, except for the original reveal when they're like standing, uh, like this picture right here when they're like standing on the bridge together. Because Rihanna very much screams to me one of those girls that really wouldn't post her man on social media. Right. Because I mean, no man is like ever going to come close to her exactly it's like when you see Beyonce and Jay-Z together like no shade to Jay-Z but it's like you have yeah Beyonce I'm here for Beyonce <laughs> I, if I wanted to see you I would go to your Instagram right um so yeah I feel I feel like she has been super public about it which I love um which like you said if that is like a very empowering thing for her and like I think that's a lesson that a lot of women could learn too is just like accepting beauty in all of its different forms too she's saying yeah, that's look at me and my j-. she looks nine months pregnant like she looks oh, yeah. like they might that have had, got to drop tomorrow they had like a midwife at the vogue shoot just or something. In um but even so like she can still just be so beautiful and high fashion and like do like there's no need for her to hide what is there to yeah. hide like this is a beautiful thing yeah. um so that's our wrap up for this week for uh what's new in pregnancy news i was gonna say this is a pregnancy <laughs> podcast you're welcome 
even though neither of us are pregnant or ever have been. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about other people being pregnant. So for this week's episode, um, like we talked about last week, we decided to watch something that was recommended to us multiple times. Um, This is a show that I honestly had no interest in before. Like I saw it's very popular on Netflix. The show is Bad Vegan, Mm -hmm. um, which tons and tons of people have seen. When I saw it on Netflix for the first time, wasn't really interested. Didn't really intrigue me. Haven't had uh, like the urge to watch it. But Cassie and I both have been recommended it multiple times Mm -hmm. and now after I watched it all I can say is what did I just watch a (laughs) hundred percent what just happened okay so I'm not gonna lie I want to say like maybe the first 20 30 minutes of the first episode I was like everybody who recommended this to us hates us like this is (laughs) awful like this is boring this is not good and then honestly I would argue that this is the most interesting documentary that we have watched today I was going to say the exact same thing a close second would be abducted in plain sight yes um but I would agree that this is probably the craziest to date insane insane if you had to what you know, let's say if you were recommending this show to someone and you, they said, what is it about? What quick summary would you give them? It's, it's really hard to wrap up into a quick summary. So now I really understand why um, we were told that when we would ask other people, Yeah, I guess I would essentially, if I had to put it in a nice, because let's just be real, Sarna, I hate her. You hate do? Oh, uh, I think she's the dumbest woman alive. I literally cannot stand her. Um, I digress. So being nice to Sarna, I would probably just be like, oh, it's like a girl who falls in love with a man and gets conned out of her business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a very clear and correct way of explaining it um one of my friends when he was explaining it to me he also said like Alec Baldwin is involved Mm -hmm. and like her dog is really important and I'm like what yeah what and even now obviously watching it I'm like what so I will say and also that same friend he told me it's very like tinder swindler which yes 100% it is yeah I'm kind of surprised though that you do not like Sarma because It was this, it's the same sort of deal where it's like, yes, she was, she lost all of this money, but it's because she gave it to him. Right. But there was something about her, like, where I almost felt like she was a little bit complicit in it. And I think she's a sociopath. She shows Mm -hmm. no emotion about anything ever. Yeah. And it's just like a little bit off-putting to me. Like, I'm just like, something's up. Like, it's almost like, I I don't know. There was just something about her. Like, she would say something. And I'm just like, do you hear yourself right now? Do like, and she would be like retelling something like super traumatic. And she's like, it'd be like, 
Yeah, so I sat there and I watched him murder my dog and I told him it was okay because I could just get another dog. Like that is what that that is how I felt about her. Like that like I wouldn't be surprised if she said that in the documentary. I don't like her. I I mean I definitely was not rooting for her. Like you know I wasn't I don't she's not like a hero to me. Um I did wonder after the end, like when she gets out of jail at that point, I did think either this woman has been through extensive therapy after what she's been through, or she's done no therapy at all. And I feel like what you're describing right now is the product of one of those two things. I think it's no therapy at all because I don't know if you remember, but like her sister was in the documentary and she kind of talked about like how her parents like told them about the divorce and she just like went to her room for a day and then came out and acted like nothing happened. That's like she just to me is a person who doesn't process emotions if she even has them. Like I'm just like, did she feel like she had to do that? Like she was like, this is the appropriate reaction to something like this. Like, I don't know. Like it just was so weird to me Mm -hmm. because, you know, going back to tender swindler you could feel the emotion behind the story that the girls were telling like you could tell this ruined their lives like this girl is literally giving this interview like before she goes to jail acting like nothing fucking happened like it's not that big of a deal like that's why I'm just like sometimes I just feel like she was like kind of like when they went to Rome and her business just went under because he was stealing the money and not paying her employees. No one was holding you hostage. That man did not have a gun to your head. Like you were just freaking chilling. Like yeah. at some point you are complicit. So how did you feel then when basically they were like on the run and, you know, they spent the the 40 days in Vegas or whatever it was? Like, how do you, what do you think she should have done? She should have just left. She should have gone gone away he gave her money to go buy food and stuff she said he would give her like hundreds of dollars like you could catch a greyhound to anywhere catch a spirit flight honey exactly exactly fly to new york or connecticut or wherever your family lives like i understand being under like being mentally manipulated like I know all about Stockholm syndrome and all that kind of stuff which I think they kind of alluded to it um in the documentary a little bit but it's just one of those things where it's like but he wasn't do like yes he was verbally abusive and I understand that that can still have the same effect but like after being held hostage for 40 days but also being allowed to just like roam around with like hundreds of dollars in your pocket like yeah And she had, like, she made it clear that there was no romantic relationship there. Like, they had separate bedrooms when they were traveling around everywhere. I mean, that's, who's to say that there wasn't some sort of, like, sexual abuse there? But she made it very clear that, like, she wasn't, like, it it definitely seemed that she was not, like, in love with him. No. So and it honestly never really seemed like he was either. He just saw a situation where he could get money and yeah. she just seemed like an easy target, I guess. Yeah, and like take advantage. Exactly. Um, so then why do you think she just continued to just like fork over this money compared to say, you know, the women on Tinder Swindler? That's what that's what I honestly don't understand. And that's why I honestly feel like 
you know, I honestly would have liked it. I wish he would have spoken. Like, I wish he would have interviewed because I would be interested to hear his side of the story because, you know, I'm not trying to say that there is no, that she's not a victim in any way, shape or form. Obviously a lot of things happened that shouldn't have happened to her. And he was mean to her and terrible to her, but I'm just like, like, I mean, she was sending him like thousands and thousands of dollars at a time. Yeah. And then like acting like such a hard ass to get it back. And then being suspicious about why she wasn't getting it back and then still giving him more money. Yeah. Yeah. And we can assume that he probably is out of jail at this point because like at the very end when they're talking on phone and like the conversation that we, that they had, like, especially based on her sentence of like, whatever it was it like two years or something. Yeah. It was something I forget. Yeah. It wasn't um, long. Yeah, it wasn't like a life sentence by any means. So we can assume that he was probably the same. So he probably is out by now. Right. Um, The whole thing. And also, too, when they're talking about, like, like you said, she just keeps giving this money to him, even though everybody, all other accounts and her accounts herself, she was in love with her restaurant. Like, that was her passion. And that was like you know, her baby basically. Yeah. Like, and there were even was- points where she said like she gave him money knowing that she wouldn't be able to pay the bills at the restaurant. Yeah. So I'm just sitting here like, girl, what? Like that does not sound like someone who like, even if you're being manipulated, like these other girls, like to go back to Tinder Swindler or whatever. Yeah. They were taking out loans like, okay, but they weren't like, it, I feel certain that these girls, if they knew that they were messing with someone else's money, like it was going to affect someone else's life and their paycheck and their well being. Like that's probably where they would have drawn the line. Mm-hmm. Like you knew when you gave him this money, your restaurant was not going to be able to stay open and your employees were not going to be able to get paid. And yet you're over here saying it's all his fault. Yeah. I don't know. Something's amiss there. We're missing something. That's why I was just thinking, like, I don't know if somehow we're, like, missing a piece here. Like, whatever, if Sarma didn't, like, say, like, she left something out because he was manipulative towards her like that whole the the creation of the Anthony guy who was like in control of everything turned out to be fake and it's actually other Anthony that has all of the oh wait no he wasn't Sam Fox was that the name Sam Fox something Fox Shane Fox Fox. was his fake Fake name name. of Mm -hmm. Anthony the con man but he made Will Richards who was the supposed IT guy um okay so I guess we could segue then into talking about Anthony Scalagnus or whatever the <laughs> aka Shane Fox which was also very confusing in the show because also far and away my favorite character of the whole thing was Anthony the homeless man yes <laughs> What do you yeah. think about it? He's like, I heard him talking. It sent chills down my spine or whatever he said. I was like, all right. Like, what do you think about it? He really had no 
part in the story but I'm I'm so glad that they added him in there because (laughs) I was team Anthony for sure it not Anthony con man the homeless Anthony yeah um so anyways given what we know about Anthony and then also too what did you think of his first wife I I thought she was a great addition as well. I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was like a point where she was like, once I read the headlines, I was like, oh yeah, that's Anthony. (laughs) Like (laughs) She was just like, oh yeah, that was my ex-husband. And she was like, damn, sorry, girl. Like she kind of cracked me up a little bit because she was like, I guess she's like over it, past it, like moved on. So she was like pretty nonchalant about it. Yeah. Um, But see, I almost feel even her interview I felt her story was more genuine like she you could tell she loved him yeah like even going back to like Sarma and like I feel like I'm missing the connection between the two of them like the motivation like I know that she originally reached out to him romantically but like she even said like when he showed up she was like uh he was fatter than he said but like I didn't want to be mean about it and say anything and like she just like seemed so like disinterested from the moment she met him Mm -hmm. so I feel like with the ex-wife like you could tell like it made sense to me why she fell into that yeah they had a child together they have exactly exactly they were literally married there were pictures of them laid up on the freaking beach like (laughs) if that's not official I don't know what is yeah right I'm about to go get some professional ones made like I don't know like I feel like it just registered as like a married couple that's in love and like wants to start a family and like she was like I I mean I guess she was having to deal with that whole family home thing and having to please whoever and I can't I can't even remember what he was saying because it was so freaking crazy yeah that's how I felt about the whole thing like I didn't watch all of this in one sitting and I am guilty I also don't watch like whole episodes in one sitting like I'll I'll watch for like 30 minutes and then I'll leave it and then like I'll even come back later in that day like I don't finish episodes either and it was to the point where I was watching and I was like, did I skip something? Like, did I skip an episode? <laughs> so I like backed up and I was like, no, I watched all of this. Like yeah. I, I'm caught up, but like, what am I, what is going on? Literally. Like the story is just unbelievable. Can't keep um, up. So <laughs> also I, I wrote down a note too, when I was just like, when Anthony was just in like the thick of his craziness I really feel that he would be into Scientology a hundred percent how he has not been recruited over yet is honestly a, a mystery to me yes because not only is it him saying that he can make uh the dog Leon immortal he also is just a pro at getting at squeezing hundreds of thousands of dollars out of people oh I forgot about the dog the fat oh my god the fact that she fucking fell for that is just, I mean, maybe that's the piece that kept her around. She was like, he's going to make my dog live forever. I mean, if someone told me that they could do that for Sadie, like, yeah, of course I wish they could, but like, I'm not dumb enough to believe them. Right. Like, right. where's your proof? 
and maybe maybe that's a vegan way of thinking like when you're vegan you just think like when you die because you're already made of plants like you're just <laughs> going to like become another plant I don't know um but I don't <laughs> are you okay that was just really funny <laughs> oh thank you um so yeah I was just thinking like this man he is the next David Miscavige in terms yeah. of like scamming people yeah. into immortality. Oh, um, but then now, like on a more serious note, I'm going to be an armchair psychologist for a minute and I'm going to diagnose Anthony with okay. a, a disease, okay, a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. And I have decided that he is a paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah, that tracks to me. What were your, in terms of, uh, in terms of him saying to Sarma, they're listening to us, they're going to hear you, they're watching us. Mm-hmm. What do you make of that? I mean, the fact that she like didn't really like push back as much about like, who is they? Yeah. Like there wasn't a lot of like, I need you to elaborate on who they is and why I need them to not be listening. Like, who are they? Who are these people? Um, I'm assuming like from kind of his perspective on the show and kind of like how he acted in things that it's some, I would almost assume that it's some kind of I don't want to say greater being, but some other kind of being. Like, I don't think he thinks it's the cops or the government or the FBI or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's something like, I don't want to say aliens, but kind of like, it just doesn't seem to me like he's worried about the government because if that was the case, I don't think he would be, he would be worried about the emails they're sending back and forth and the phone calls that they're making. And um, he was recording everything. Like he yeah. was even recording, like when they were like fighting in those hotel rooms and she was sitting there like crying or whatever. Yeah. It was so bizarre. That's a really good point that it's like, it's something that is just like not human. Yeah. Is they, um, that makes a lot of sense to me. I hadn't really thought about it. Cause I mean, they, I think Sarmi even asked like, who is they, like, who yeah. are they? And he didn't, really answer and maybe he doesn't even know himself who they are but I guess the reason too that it kind of seems like it's something outside of like human possibilities was because like going back we kind of touched on it about like there was a house that she needed to go to and meet them or something so that she could become the queen and yeah they could be together and and then they made up the whole thing too about um this fictional guy trying to buy the restaurant from Jeffrey I think his name was like the restaurant the like initial restaurant owner um which also Anthony you're an idiot because they had the emails um from this I think his name was Michael this Michael character that he made up and his his email was legit like Michael Smith at gmail or something I remember being real confused when that dude was reading this stuff that he was saying to Sarma and things like that I was like this sounds a lot like some Anthony would say (laughs) and then when that man disappeared I was like (laughs) that was honestly that was genius on their part though 
Yeah. I was believing like this was an actual person and it was this man reading the messages like in front of us. That was genius. It really, really was. And then he just vanished. Yeah. He just, I was like, I literally was looking around. I was like, am I crazy? Is this man (laughs) not? (laughs) Am I the drama? Or maybe, I mean, like, maybe he has some sort of, like, multiple personality disorder going on that it's just, like, so easy for him to make up these new characters. Like, even the whole Shane Fox thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and I feel like when Sarma found out that that wasn't actually who he was, she, like, wasn't even phased by it. Right. It <laughs> had no effect. It did not interfere. And found out he was a felon and was like, oh, whatever yeah no big deal yeah. uh, and I, like, found out that he lied about his job and everything and she's like oh people do that all the time I don't know yeah well she said too that one time she like saw his computer and he was like looking at drone footage like what the hell kind of what like he obviously does not work for the government what yeah. sort of like weird drone footage is he currently looking at his own <laughs> from god knows where <laughs> Alec Baldwin's house. Oh Lord, that connection they didn't clarify either. Like, how did like him and Alec Baldwin were actually responding back to each other on Twitter? But like, how? I I don't know. I guess like I think the way that they that Sarma described it was like Alec Baldwin didn't know him in real life, but I guess he like caught Alec's attention because he would say like witty things to him. Oh, those and, like, drawings were fucking weird. The, the drawings. Yeah, I mean, Alec Baldwin is a weird dude. So yeah. I guess that just like attracted him, but also Sarma, what the hell? Like you see this person responding to Alec Baldwin, you're like, I vibe with you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Literally seeing those tweets is ick enough to not even want to speak to this man yeah and uh, and then that whole Alec Baldwin piece anyway like I'm like Sarma you brought this up because you want people to think that Alec Baldwin wanted to date you and if he wouldn't have met his wife the two of you would be together like that's literally what you were trying to depict in this documentary he was not even necessary we didn't even need to talk about him truly and honestly Alec Baldwin's probably looking back and he's like wow I could have been with Sarma I mean if, if this story that she tells is even true right. I could have been with Sarma who uh recently just got out of jail and has a <laughs> duck tattoo on her arm or I, I could be with Hilaria who is a multi-millionaire th- th- philanthropist like yes, amazing beautiful, gorgeous like <laughs> that was that was a, a little strange I mean, it was kind of cool that when they're, you know, just explaining like how big the restaurant was and that like, yeah, Owen Wilson would come all the time mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, but also just, I feel like it would not have interested me personally because it just seems like a, just like a trendy vegan restaurant. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's definitely something that like people who have an excessive amount of money are going to go to like people who are just like well to do are not going to go like these are people who just like could wipe their ass with a $20 bill and not worry about it like that's who's eating there did you see I guess they talked about how like the big thing that the restaurant was known for was their lasagna did you see the picture of the lasagna uh I don't remember seeing it so everything there is like 
uncooked yeah. right like that's yeah. the whole deal the lasagna was legit it was like instead of lasagna noodles it was pieces of lettuce uh-uh. and then in between like the pieces of lettuce there'd be like tomatoes and carrots and like maybe they had some sauce too <laughs> and that was their quote-unquote lasagna how can you even call it that that's a disgrace <laughs> I don't even <laughs> like lasagna and I'm offended yeah it was like some romaine lettuce and then uh-uh. stuff stacked in the middle romaine y'all couldn't even do like spinach or something a little fancier like y'all had to go with fucking romaine yeah whatever it was oh my god iceberg yeah. <laughs> Lord. got them white pieces at the end <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong i can get down with some iceberg lettuce hell yeah and then you realize that like you're eating lettuce but it has no nutritional value in it so it's exactly. like you're eating like another form of water essentially <laughs> right like if i'm gonna force myself to eat a salad i should at least get like the benefits out of it exactly some arugula some spinach something better than this arugula i, hate arugula. I like arugula. Oof. no thank you um so now fast forward to present day um sarma i guess between all of the money that she like put into the restaurant and lost all the all the wages that she owes her employees she owes six million dollars yep six million yep um even if you worked for the rest of your life (laughs) and made payments i i you know on top of just genuinely what you have to pay to live Mm -hmm. I really don't think that she will be able to pay that off yeah um especially now like where you where are you gonna work exactly when she said that at the end she said something along the lines of like well no one's gonna give me a a loan to open a business no duh no duh (laughs) I wouldn't give you two cents to rub together girl like you clearly have no sense of judgment. I, I mean, she yeah. just like sounded so depressed. She's like, yeah, nobody will give me a chance. They did give you a chance, girl. Beautiful you. And you blew it. You blew it. You gave it a chance when you had to raise $850,000 and you somehow got it. Exactly. Exactly. And then managed to have some like, raggedy ass old white dude come and steal it like girl what i i feel like i was supposed to be sympathetic towards her but let me tell you i just didn't feel it i really didn't i didn't how would you feel if she went the tinder swindler route and started like making cameos and doing tiktok not in like not in a cringe way but because you know she's got to hustle to get that money would you judge her judge her but I definitely wouldn't watch it I'm not trying to get that girl any pennies to rub together (laughs) thank you have you ever watched any of the tinder swindlers tiktoks I have not I haven't okay so then that's good that you're being honest and not like there's no double standard there yeah um and he's he's doing like online courses or something like he's like having yeah like how to build a business or something like that (laughs) how to build an empire like these people are just like walking ironies like do you realize how ironic you are um so let's say hypothetic hypothetically you owed six million dollars to someone for something how would you personally go about getting six million dollars 
Um, I think I would just like kill myself. I mean, I'm not trying to be like depressing, but like I'm never gonna pay that off. So, so like, you like you don't have you don't have to pay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's someone else's problem. Oh my gosh, I know. Well, that's what like that's what I'm thinking too. Like now, I within like the last two months, I learned what life insurance was, uh-huh. and it's like you know, if I were to die, it's not like. Uh, you know my bank who I owe my car loan to they're not gonna be like oh she died okay well forgiven (laughs) yeah like they're still gonna want their money exactly so would you is that you would just be like I can't deal yeah this I mean I would hope I've been paying enough on my life insurance to maybe help somebody but my life insurance sure isn't six million (laughs) dollars yeah Yeah. Like I literally, I put enough in there to pay off my car and my student loans and have a nice little funeral. And that is about it. Yeah. (laughs) No outstanding debts to disgruntled employees. No, definitely not. I mean, honestly, especially if they're like continuously coming for you for it, like you're constantly being harassed and hounded for it. Mm -hmm. And it's just always hanging over your head. Like, I mean, I got credit cards that I got to pay and I already feel that way. And it's nowhere near $6 million. So I can't imagine if I owed somebody that much money. I know she'll never have that feeling like, you know, that period of the month where it's like 30 minutes when you're like all caught up on everything and you're like oh yes like I don't owe anybody any money like this I mean except after you like make your car payment and everything it's like yes like everything is paid for and then yes. like you know the energy bill comes through or whatever she will never yeah. get to experience that no that she feeling. sure won't there's no way she would ever experience anything like that so yeah I'd rather just call it quits like maybe yeah. um you know, maybe run up some more debt real quick. Um, I was going to say, if you want to, if that's what you're going, I mean, what, what difference is it between six and seven million? Exactly. There's <laughs> no difference. Um, and then it's no longer my problem. So even if it is a big difference to somebody, I really don't care. I'm, <laughs> it's not something I have to deal with. I'm going to go enjoy my time in the afterlife um, and make the best of it. Heaven or hell, wherever you end up, just make the best of it. The best of what's around, you know? Exactly. I was thinking about it and I really feel like if I had to come up with $6 million, I feel like I would start selling organs. <laughs> even though I feel you probably couldn't even make that much. Like I no. know if you like donate eggs, I think it's, I think it's somewhere eight in like the 30,000 range. Oh. oh damn. I thought it was like eight or 10. I know. I think it's more than that. But also, I mean, like when you donate eggs, it's like so invasive too. Yeah. Um, It's not. As easy and the as screening that you have to go through, like, I can't even imagine that there are people out there that can pass the freaking genetic screenings. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Oh, Lord knows I probably wouldn't pass that. Okay. So then that's off the table. <laughs> if I were to like sell a kidney, that kidneys don't go for $6 million. I don't think. I don't think if you found the right person that needed a kidney, perhaps. If it was like um, my long lost twin or something. That happened to be Jeff Bezos. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's what you would need. You would need to find a way to speak to Jeff Bezos and be like, look, what can I do for $6 million? Whatever it is. And I mean, whatever, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it probably, the way I can think of. If it's Bezos, then like you probably wouldn't have to do much. 
Exactly. He, he might be like, suck my toes. I'd be like, done. Like, hey, you want me to suck the other foot? I'll go for another six. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll put myself in the green. <laughs> <laughs> like does the six million also include interest yeah exactly per minute per toe how does this work <laughs> that's a really good idea just like continuously write to bezos i feel like maybe even like elon musk would yeah. be even more inclined to do something oh, like yeah. like to give you the money just because he's such a weirdo yeah, i mean not that weird. bezos isn't weird not in the like, same way they're a different kind of weird yeah or I guess you could ask Bezos's ex-wife. Oh, yeah. Since she's also a billionaire, be like, honey, siphon your money anyways. Exactly. That's a good point. How, what better way to spite him than to give some random person $6 million to pay off frivolous debts? Exactly. Yeah. A hardened criminal. Girl, write it off as charity. This is people's paychecks. <laughs> Build back better exactly Joe wants tax to credit <laughs> for stimulating the economy uh, dead <laughs> also I, I, this will be the last thing I guess and then we're done but <laughs> when they when they caught uh Sarma and what's his face Anthony and the media blew up with the whole Domino's story oh my god I know what did you think of that like were you sure by it I thought that was great. I thought it was, that's the kind of content we live for. Yeah. Um, but also he's an idiot. Like why, yeah. why would you that's- use your real name and have it delivered to your actual room? Like what an idiot. The police literally came to the hotel and they're like, is he here? And they're like, yeah, room 110. Yeah, right. Yeah, he would have gone right now. Sitting up. <laughs> it did kind of piss me off though that they like, all the media like hooked onto the whole like oh vegan restaurant or owner own or uh, ordered Domino's and it's like oh yeah like she didn't order it food. he did like <laughs> let's set the record straight like apparently she is still vegan well, apparently skin and bones too because of it she was yeah. so skinny I don't know if they if they you know are happy to cater to your vegan needs when you're in jail no I mean, maybe, maybe legally they have to, I don't know how that works actually, but it's not like, it's, it's not like a, she, it's not like she's allergic. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, she, she, if she's been vegan for that long, then she like legit might be allergic and like her body, just anything that's not a plant. I not want like, to think about what that girl would do if she ate some jail red meat. <laughs> 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 that would be not a pretty sight. After being vegan for like 25 years. Oh. No, no. Her her cellmate would (laughs) if they hadn't already. Uh, It was kind of cute though because I was wondering, like, when they're on the run, I'm like, you how how are you going to eat vegan food when you're in middle of nowhere, Tennessee? And she made friends with the Chipotle employee. Yeah, the Chipotle worker. Because I guess she probably went and got like rice, fajita veggies salsa <laughs> lettuce the most disgusting bowl of all time like the driest bowl and I bet too like their their beans probably aren't vegan if I had to guess it's like that rules that out I don't, I don't know and this of course is a, the days of today where it's like 
yeah chipotle is going all out for the paleo people for the keto people like they exactly. they will cater to your needs yes this was back in 2016 when we this were was like before the e coli epidemic and they had to save themselves <laughs> that is very true <laughs> very true all right, y'all. Well, that will do it for this week. This has been episode 14. Um, for next week, Cassie, do you want to tell everybody what we are watching? Yes. So you guys, it was a very close poll in the episode or the show documentary, whatever that won, won by a singular vote. Photo finish. Yes. So next week we will be watching. I love you now die. Oh, I'm not gonna lie that's the one I wanted to watch the most I'm not gonna lie no need to lie girl this is this is your podcast <laughs> yeah I'm excited so if y'all missed it that is the documentary about the woman who uh let's say encouraged her boyfriend to commit suicide mm-hmm. um and it is now that whole story is now being portrayed on a fictional show well not fictional but like a dramatic show on hulu called i forget plainville? oh yeah yeah yeah. the girl from plainville is that what yeah, yeah yeah the girl from plainville yeah um so yeah so this you know of course being reality podcast here we needed to watch the documentary um so we will be watching that for next week I'm excited because like when we talked about it last week again like I'm familiar with the story but I want to get into the nitty-gritty details I want the receipts yeah exactly I don't really know the ins and outs I don't know her motivation I don't know you know how their relationship was I don't know all that and I do want to know all that yeah me too so not that I'm looking forward to watching it but it should be very interesting um so yeah be sure to tune in for that if you haven't watched it yet I think it's on um Hulu, Hulu. right or is it HBO Max through Hulu uh well I you on HBO Max okay Let I think you Hulu's. you were able to find it on your Hulu weren't you yeah but I have HBO Max on Hulu oh I see now okay so it may be HBO Max. Please stand by. Yep, it's on HBO Max. Okay. All right, so next week will be for the rich girlies who have HBO. <laughs> if you're not rich, then go ahead and um, bootleg it somehow. It's also on Apple TV. Um, so that's another rich people platform, I feel like, though. So I do not have Apple TV. It does not interest me at all. No, they really tried to get me with that Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston TV show, but like, mm-hmm. it just, it's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. I'm not interested. I think Apple needs to stay in its lane with, you know, make iPhones. Like we yeah. don't need TV shows, even though shout out to Coda, which won best picture that was produced by Apple TV. Oh. Um, even though I think like, you know, 85% of America didn't see it because it's on Apple TV. <laughs> or apple plus i don't know whatever you call it um so anyway so yeah next week look forward to that um this has been a wrap on episode 14 we hope y'all enjoyed it 
If you want to give us some love, follow us on Instagram. You can follow us at a case, the number four, the FBI, or if you want to shoot us an email, you can send it to a case, the number four, the FBI at gmail.com. If you listen to us on Spotify, pretty, pretty, please give us a five-star rating. Or if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, you could also give a five-star rating as well as writing something out. Um, so be like our bestie Stormy and let us know what you guys are thinking, what you're liking, what you're not liking. Um, and of course, the best way to spread good cheer is by sharing the podcast with your friends for all to hear. Yes. So be sure to spread the word. We want to grow our little pod. We're trying the best that we can, but we're enjoying doing this and we look forward to continuing to enjoy it. So, yeah. Yep, excited to talk about I love you now die next week. <laughs> so exciting. All right, y'all. Well, I hope you enjoyed it and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.